Hello everyone and uh, welcome to another talk here. So um, we're going to think about spelling tones. Um, so I, I named this with the idea of uh, having a kind of a specific practice kind of thing to do. Um, so there are many ways to really kind of spell tones just kind of in general. Uh, we can we can uh, use letter names, so C, E, G, you know, let's say for spelling out um, uh, some chord tones, something like that. Um, use numbers, which we're gonna talk a lot about. Right, you could use solfege, do, mi, sol, ti, do, and all that. So, um, but what I want to talk about uh, specifically today is taking a, mainly taking a chord, maybe a triad or, or um, a four note grouping maybe or something like that, um, and um, spelling out something that's not maybe directly the chord itself and spelling, but spelling it relative to, to that chord. So for example, Let's say we had a C, C major triad, and um, we wanted to talk about an e, mi e minor triad on top of that sound, right? So what we could do instead of calling the E minor, you know, root, flat third, fifth, okay, we could spell it relative to C, which would be three, five seven so that's that's a really kind of closely related example but I want to get into some other things as well um, so I'll just mention before I go on um, I'm, I'm recording this this is a live um, live stream for the uh, member area at, and YouTube and um, but I'm also re recording it uh, for podcast so if you want to listen to it when you're away from uh, a screen also a way to uh, get the word out on the uh, member area and things that are going on so if you do um, first happen upon this as a podcast then check out the full video uh, version so the live stream is uh, available for replay all right, so I've got kind of a close-up here going um, on the on the guitar here, and um, so start with that and uh, adjust things just a little bit around here. And but I will be keeping this kind of. Um, audio friendly, so all right, so that should do it. Do it okay. All right. Okay, so um, all right, so let's let's take that that one example. We had the C. Let's say C major seven now, right? And we're thinking about um, E minor triad. 
And then we could do all the inversions of that, right? So we can we can take take that triad and sp spell it relative to to the root that we that we want. So it's a C, right? So that E would be the three, G would be the five, and B would be the uh, major seven of that chord. Now we could spell these out in a couple ways to you know maybe try to arrive at, at some of this. So you could go up up in thirds and, and create a triad based just to kind of on the in the key of or mode of whatever you're working on. So let's say C major uh, or C Ionian. So you have root third fifth. So then you practice, you know, root third fifth. And then you practice maybe the inversions of that. Okay. And you know, kind of all over the neck and everything like that. Um, and then you kind of go up, go up. So like we did earlier, you know, they have the E, e minor triad, okay. Uh, and then kind of go up the G major triad. See how that relates. So that's five. And here's the practice kind of challenge is, is take, okay, well, I know this is root three, five, but relative to C, the root, it's going to be five, seven, nine. Okay. And then you can go ahead and, you know, again, do all the inversions that you need to do okay and keep taking that up in thirds like that so okay so then we would start on the b right so we start to get further and further away from the chord itself we're gonna have a lot more tensions now so we end up with a b diminished triad, right? So that's going to be outside of the sound, right? And so you keep going up on this, um, in this pattern. So now we do D, F, and A. Okay. So when you get to D, F, and A, you've you're playing, at least as far as triads go, you're playing things that are just not in the chord, like not non-chord tone. So, you know, so if it's you know if it's a basic C major seven, then none of these fit into any of those four notes. So, surveyor notes here on this. So I'm playing a um, um, root position, drop two voicing here, middle four strings, third position. Uh, so survey the notes from low to high. We have G or C, excuse me, G, B, and E, right? So none of those notes are here, but they're still in the key of C. So D, F, and A. Okay. So then you kind of have the sort of the extreme, at least within the um, seven notes of the scale that we're talking about. All right. 
So, so then you can keep going, of course. So F major. So notice on F major, we're starting to get a chord tone again, right? We end up with C because we have F A C, but the F is pretty out. The A is really fairly consonant on the sound, but and then C, of course, is the root. C, E, we have, um, and I should have been spelling that out, so that's that's four, so for the F major triad, let's go back to the D, so for the D minor triad, that's going to be um, 9, 11, 13, and then F is going to be 11, 13 root, and then for the A, it's 13 root 3, right, and then we're back full circle. So doing each one of those and then, you know, experimenting with, with those, maybe putting a backing track and playing this chord sound um, and doing all the inversions and, and trying to cover all the parts of the of the neck and everything. Um, that's kind of the practice idea for that. Um, right, and then kind of the concept being that um, we can hear um, how each one fits or doesn't fit um, into the to the uh, chord sound itself. And you could take different processes on this. So you could you could say, okay, I want to do C. Maybe I want to go the circle of fifths, right? So I gotta, and maybe not even do a triad. Maybe do four or two triads, whatever you like. Um, okay, you could do a diatonic. Or you could try and play around with doing uh, maybe even just major. And just seeing how that how that sounds and going completely, if you go, you know, completely around the circles of fifths, um, maybe maybe trying four different triad types on on each one. You'll have a, a really thorough um, kind of um, thing happening on on um, how how certain things sound on, on different different chords. So of course we have the different chord uh, qualities that we can can use as well. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
So, um, so uh, this kind of gets back a little bit to um, a talk that we had um, with uh, super imposition, um, and we were referencing um, the uh, Dave Liebman book, um, Chromatic Approach to Jazz Harmony and Melody. So check that out. I'll put that in the description um, here in a little bit. But um, right. So when we're when we're talking about about that kind of thing, you know, whether we have this kind of simple tritone substitution sort of thing, or some really you know kind of. embedded progressions or, or what have you. Um, if we could spell things out relative to the original uh, progression, then that's that's very helpful. So um, so let's say D minor. Okay. So that's the original progression. So we talked about D minor to G7. So let's say that the tritone substitution. So if the chord player is playing D minor, right, and you're playing, uh, let's say an arpeggio on A flat minor, we want to be able to spell that out relative to, to D minor. So if you have, see these, these tones, um, relative to itself, the A flat minor, right, this is root, flat third, fifth, flat seven. But when you hear it, you could hear it in the context of the of the chord that we we're playing, right? And that, that's part of the the appeal, I think, of it, of this as well. But when when you play that sound against the chord, each individual note is going to sound like a certain relationship to the chord. So, like this note, that's going to have that kind of sound. So it's going to it's going to be a flat five kind of sound. This one relative to the D is going to be the um, the six or the thirteen flat nine, right? That's going to be very dissonant. And then this is going to be a third against a minor, right? So that is going to be 
um, very dissonant, right? Because we've got got that, and you know, so that's what we're going to hear on a note by note basis. But that's what's what's kind of interesting about about doing what he's saying here, which is um, uh, is that you're getting something familiar from triad. Let's say you know, A minor triad, you have a, or A flat minor triad, excuse me, and then a C flat major triad collectively. Um, but that's going to have a certain certain sound against this, right? So that's the point of kind of what we're saying here in this in this talk is try to work on knowing how to spell something out relative to anything, really. Right, and then the D flat seven, same kind of concept, right? So if, if the chord, chordal player is playing G seven, and the improviser is playing a melody, and they're playing D flat seven, again we're gonna have that flat five. Flat seven, that's nothing uh, too out of the ordinary. Flat nine, that's a dissonance. Um, and then the third, so that's interesting, right? Okay, so that's kind of the idea on, on all that. Kind of interesting thing 
as far as the practicing uh, goes on this is that you can you can also um, use this to strengthen um, knowledge of um, any chord changes that you might play on any tune so you could say to yourself okay so here's a concept um, you can say okay well I'm gonna treat the tonic chord as the um, the thing I'm gonna spell everything out relative to right so say okay well this is just gonna be you know, root root third fifth you know no matter what so then when you get to the that first change F minor seven you spell it out you can try spelling it out relative to to the tonic so we say okay four flat 13 root flat third you know it kind of gives us a little different insight into it or it might it might um, cause us to arrive at some insights right so same thing with with this this chord right so you can say okay flat seven nine eleven flat thirteen okay like kind of heading back Again, two on this change. So I say a flat seven, flat nine, eleven, flat thirteen, and you can kind of get a sense for oh, how you know that's that's pretty distant, right? Same here. So flat three, five, flat seven, flat nine, right? And then you can make different judgments on. Was that further away from the tonic or maybe closer to the tonic? And then paying, paying you know, maybe special attention to certain tones like, like that E flat in these, um, these chord, this chord exactly. So here we have a C minor triad, right? So it's like, okay, well maybe it's, it's almost like a parallel minor situation where we have that, but kind of over A flat. So it's a sub, chromatic submedium. Right, so then you can spell that out. Flat 13, root, flat 3, uh, fifth. So we're just spelling everything out relative to, uh, to the tonic in that case, right? So many different things that we can do um, to um, strengthen Strengthen our, our knowledge, you know, of um, of maybe theory, but also um, strengthening our um, our ear, you know. So if you maybe loop um, C C major and then play through the changes of, of Ladybird, you know, play through the changes and improvise and just listen to to how that's interacting interacting with the with a tonic chord, so. All right, everybody, so it's um, kind of Christmas, New Year's, holidays, kind of break here. <clears throat> so things might be a little bit um, irregular with the schedule and everything, but um, 
but let me know if you have any particular things you want me uh, to cover for sure. I'll be um, glad to, to do that. So um, we'll call it a day here for today. And um, thanks for your membership if you're checking this out on YouTube. And um, I invite anyone who's checking this out on the podcast to, uh, to join there and uh, check it out. All right, everybody. See you all in the next one. Have a great practice session. I hope this gives some ideas and uh, gives you some things to work on, work through.